This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Let's go podcast for you Monday, Monday, Monday. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. You know, it was uh, bitterly cold on Saturday. It was very cold. It was very cold. In fact, I believe when I was walking a dog, it was 26 degrees. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Wind whipping up off the ocean must have felt amazing. Oh, it was amazing because um, Gina had uh, agreed uh, uh, on uh, New Year's Eve, we went to... We went to dinner with a a couple that she's friends with. Okay. And uh, talking, and she said, you know, uh, I have nothing to look forward to. I have no events. I don't have any trips planned. The the boyfriend of the other woman said, uh, polar plunge. Gina goes, oh, oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, come on. Yeah. You had to pay the ferryman on uh, Saturday is so when it was. she did it? She did it. <laughs> Seaside Heights, New Jersey. Wow. 26 degrees, freezing cold. Oh, my God. With all the lunatics. How far in you got to go? Um, Like, what kind of a plunge is it? Well, you... a lot of people run in, dive in, get up, and go out, get out. But they dive in. They fully submerge. She did, she ran and went up to her uh, to, to like the top of her neck and ran out. <laughs> Jerry was crazy. You think? Not only that, think about this. There were seventy five hundred people doing the plunge. Seventy five hundred, and then all people like me and supportive family members who wanted to go watch, laughing at people. So think about how many people wow. it had to be. That's a lot of people. By 15,000 people. Yeah. Who do I run into? Dan and Carteret. Ha! What was he down there for? Looking oh, for you? A, no, he does polar plunge every year. Oh, you're kidding me. No. How about that? I tried to get warm by going into like a t-shirt shop. Yeah. I walk in there. There's Dan drinking and not even kidding. Standing there drinking an Al's boring beer. <laughs> polar plunging. All right. Good for him. Yeah, it was crazy though. Dan is not a bad guy. No, very nice guy. Yes, he was he very is. helpful. He gave Gina an extra towel uh, that she was not. He tried to give us some tips because he does this every year. Like, do girls go in in bikinis? Yes. That's Full what Gina bikinis. went in. Gina a bikini. got down to a bikini and ran in or ran out. Yeah. Holy crap. Women are in bikinis. People are dressed up like in uh, costumes. They go running in. And, uh, it, yeah. That sounds horrible. It was terrible. <laughs> Just what, like, it's so funny, like, People are so sensitive to that I hate everything. Yes. Even Gina's like, are you cold? Are you cold now? I'm like, I'm good. You're going in the water. <laughs> I'm fine. I'd love to know, like, who came up with this idea? Yeah. 
and thought it was a good idea. So let's think freezing temperatures, freezing cold water, your body temperature is going to basically take a nosedive. Yep, yeah, sounds safe. Let's yeah. give it a try. I mean, wow. And they may, they raise a ton of money for Special Olympics. I'm sure. Well, 7,500 people, even if you get 10 bucks a person, you made $75,000. Oh, and Gina barely did any, and she raised two fifty. Isn't that something? Wow. There were people, individuals that raised six. There was a, one individual raised $60,000 somehow. No kidding. I don't know how they did that. Yeah, they worked at it. Oh, they worked That's at it. That's how. You basically ask every friend, relative, you post it online, and you... Yeah. You ask for donations. That's what Facebook is actually good for. Yeah. And people are pretty giving for the fundraiser stuff. It was interesting because everybody, I actually understood why people want to do it. It looks like you're doing something there. People are making, doing selfies. People Mm -hmm. are shooting videos, all stuff. So I was like. That's what it's all about these days. Exactly. But that was the 30th year that they've done it. Okay. 30 years ago, we weren't posting selfies and things. We were just doing it to raise money. Right. Yeah. Actually, people had a nice uh, thought in their head <laughs> as opposed to, look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was a lot of, uh, wow. I saw a lot of uh, shirtless men, Jerry. I saw a lot of women in bikinis. They're looking good. Seems kind of weird in the middle of winter. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Huh? Not so great. I didn't really see a lot of good bodies, male or female. Well, the male ones are hard to find. And the female ones, you know what? They probably start getting in shape about now. Gina actually went and got a spray tan the day before. She oh, wanted to not look super pale. Pale. That's funny. Doesn't that come right out in the water? Uh, you would think. <laughs> God knows what kind of chemicals they were putting on our bodies because that did not come right out in the water. Seriously. Yeah. Holy cow. But yeah, it was interesting to see so many people just pile, hitting the, the beach, freezing cold temperatures. It, is. it was actually snowing. I was going to say, it really has been one of the coldest days we've had all winter. Wrapped around a couple of decent days. That's funny. Because so many times, because there's so many polar plunges now. I used to be, I think, one thing. Now it's like every town does it all all the time. And News 12 loves to cover a polar plunge. So many times I've seen it, it was like, oh, the polar plunge was today. And you look at it, it was like 60 degrees out. You're like... That's not a polar plunge. Right. This was a polar plunge. This was a polar plunge. Although even 60 degrees, the water temperature is yeah. cold. Right, because the water is like, I think the water temperature was 43. This is one of those things, 43. Yeah. This is one of those things where I've taken your motto. If I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. Yeah, not doing it. And that's one of those things I couldn't have less interest in wanting to do it. Yeah. No, I'll try and raise money some other way. Well, when it came up at the, the New Year's Eve dinner that we were at, uh, Gina's like, you should do it. I go, no. I said, I would gladly go and be your photographer. I'll take videos of you running into the water, running out of the water, getting set up for the water. I am not going in. Uh, yeah, All the things around the water I'll do, not going yeah. in the water. Not going in the I water. I don't blame you. I do not blame you at yeah. all. But I ran into a lot of Alan Jerry warm-up show fans out there, That's Jerry. nice. Seaside Heights, New Jersey. Did you those see are... any of them wearing our apparel? No. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. I did not see that. That would have been neat. Yeah. All right. That would have been nice. Then also on Friday, Jerry, I did my uh, skin doctor. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the, the once over. Yeah. It's pretty good. Although she didn't look at my butt cheeks. What if I have uh, this doctor, cancer on my butt she cheeks? attractive? She was attractive. And you had no problem getting nude. Well, I didn't get nude. You get in your underpants. All right. Well, you're shirtless. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did she feel your nipples? No. They look. They look like with a with a, some sort of scope. Did you just kind of nudge? Closer to her. What was <laughs> <laughs> weird? The first, the 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 woman who checks you in that comes in and asks yeah. you questions. She was attractive. The doctor was attractive. They were both in there for the 
exam. Is this really a doctor's office? <laughs> Jerry, it was a doctor's <laughs> office. But how about this for my terrible insurance? I've never heard of this before. Tell yes. me if you've heard of this. Okay. So the insurance I have is not great. Now, the good news is it doesn't cost me much um, per month. Because you're not covered by much. Because I'm not covered. It's really disaster insurance. <laughs> yes. Like, so if I need something that's going to cost $5,000, I'm paying $5,000. This it. is like if you get diagnosed or have a really bad accident, you're covered. Okay. So I knew that going in, but and, and this dermatologist comes highly recommended. Uh, the, the other dermatologist in my plan... I didn't know what was going on. I said, you know what? I'm just going to pay for this. Okay. Okay. Did you call and get a price first? No. Oh, wow. I didn't. I, I figured, like, how much could it be? I did that once with a urologist. Yeah. I called and said, I don't have you. The insurance I have, you don't take, but I really would like to see the doctor. Can you please give me a price? I'll be happy to pay cash day of. Right. And they, nope, I got the price. I wasn't thrilled. Yeah. But it was a better, it was okay, and I went in. All right, so you didn't yeah, do Yeah, I that. don't know why I didn't do that. Okay. I just kept, the, in my head, I had a number of Four hundred dollars. Okay, it was one seventy-five. Wow. So it was, yeah, it was cheaper. Much than I cheaper thought. than yeah. I would have thought. So I was thrilled to pay it. But when I got in there, they want your insurance anyway, right? Yeah. They go, uh, your insurance card. I go, uh, I go, I have my insurance card, but I go, you guys aren't in my plan. I said I'm just gonna pay cash. She goes, let me see it anyways. She goes, I'll put it in your file. So she looks, she grabs my insurance card. She goes, I don't know if we could see you today. I go, what do you mean? She goes, with this insurance. I go. But you're paying. Right. I go, uh, I'm paying cash. I'll deal with the insurance. She goes, if you have, there's one, she goes, I got to check. There's one particular insurance that if we know you have it, we don't, we can't see you. What? Yeah. And she was new. But what if you told her you didn't have insurance? That's what I said. I said, what if I just said I didn't have insurance? She goes, yeah, but now we, I know you have this Oh, insurance. come on. <laughs> Not even kidding. <laughs> So I had to go wait in the waiting room while they checked to see if they were even allowed to see this. Whoever has this insurance was sue people. Wow. Yeah. It turned Maybe. out that wasn't the insurance they were looking for. You were good. This crappy insurance is the crappiest. <laughs> you do have crappy insurance. It's not the crappiest, though. <laughs> no, I've yeah. never heard that at Me all. Me neither. That's weird. Because all along when I was scheduling the appointment, they kept asking for my insurance. Yeah. And I said, I said, I'm just paying cash. They'd be like, okay. That is, that is but odd. But then I was like. You know, when you get to the office and they go, because you see the insurance card, and I say, I don't think you take it. They go, oh, let me put it anyway in your file. You know what's really happening? There's a camera in the waiting room, and the doctor is trying to figure out if she wants to see you without clothes on or not. <laughs> not this guy. <laughs> Just tell him his insurance stinks. Old, bold, wrinkly man. But the, the good news was I did have multiple items that I was slightly concerned about. All good. Good. All Anything in the below. testicular area? No, but in my inner thigh. I had, oh, really? I had a thing on each inner thigh, and they felt like it was one of those things like where warts. No, it was like it looked like a mole, or it looked like a like a, but it felt it felt deep. Oh, okay. And, and what was it? And she said it. She had to tell me what it was, but she goes, "Oh yeah, the, like a cyst or something." Those things have roots, is what she said. Maybe it's a cyst. Yeah, very possible. So I'm glad you got that worked out. Killing it, Jerry. You you are killing it for I'm sure. I'm getting everything done. I'm going to Princeton Longevity this. Uh, oh, you're going this week? The, uh, Friday. They're looking forward to you. I got my what? I have my review next Monday. Oh, next Monday. Okay. The, now the good news is so far. I went Tuesday. Yeah. The one thing they did tell me because I said, "Wow, no appointments to talk to the doctor until March, whatever." She goes, "Yes, but be assured if we see something, we'll call you as soon as we see it to oh, discuss." Okay. She goes, usually, you know, you can wait because she 
goes, you look like you're in good health. I'm like, I'm not in good health. I love how they're just eyeballing people. Yeah, I look pretty good. I want to do the scan. Come on in. Well, I guess I'm, even though I'm technically obese uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now, um, I don't look it, I suppose, but it's now Monday. I haven't heard from them. Right. So it's almost a full week. Yo, you're good. So hopefully that means I'm good, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the scans and seeing what yeah. they say. So that'll be next Monday. And you know, will they email you the scans? You think you must yeah. be able to? Hang yeah, yeah. On to so them, they right? send them. They send a copy to my regular doctor, and they yeah. send them to me as well. So I have them for my own files. Oh, that would explain. Well, how about again with my insurance? When I went to this place, and they want you to fill out who's your primary carrier? Don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you they asked. So they asked. Yeah. Would you like us to send to your insurance? Even though most don't take it, you never know who does. I could have said no. I said, yeah, what the hell? Why not? She goes, all right, then I'll need to see your card and I'll put it through. Okay. Gonna, I don't think they're going to pick up anything, but why not at least try? They're going to look at mine and go, uh, sir, we can't scan you today. Well, <laughs> we don't know what did this is. Did you get this on the is. internet? <laughs> yeah. We do not understand this insurance I that know. you've got. Yes, you're paying cash next Monday. Yeah, paying you, cash. You, you are handing out some money. I sure am. Paying for a dog MRI. You're paying to get your testicles fondled. Mm-hmm. And now you got to pay next week for this. Absolutely, Jerry. You're like $6,000 you I'm just I'm, get, I'm getting it all done in the beginning of this year, so I don't have to do it. Or until next year. I did hear from the MRI dog doctor. Which uh, you will hear in the warm-up show coming up in just a moment. It's some sort of blood vessels crunching the spine of that the dog. terrible. Yeah. But he said, uh, "There's no nothing surgically you could do, right. which is good." So they'll treat him. Yeah, her, they, sorry. they said they'll treat her. They'll have to just up the meds, and hopefully she'll be all right. Yeah, I have a question for you. All right, it made me think about it, about the way the dog's feeling. Yes, how do you know if a bed is horrendous or perfect for yourself or for your yeah, dog? So we stayed at a great hotel um, last night. Well, Saturday night at Penn State, and I lay on the bed. I'm like, oh, God, this is brutal. And then I kind of settled in. Too soft or too hard? That's the weird thing. Initially, it felt hard as a rock. But then your body kind of sunk into it. And I'm still, like, even now, after sleeping on it, I'm still not sure if it was the perfect mattress or just horrendous. But you're thinking about it. I am thinking about it because I don't know. Might you call the hotel and go, what brand mattress? Do I you? could. You could say you enjoyed it. Uh, yes, Otherwise, I could so they do don't that. think you're going to complain because I really enjoyed the sleep. And I also don't know if it was a mattress or a gigantic mattress topper, like one of those right. six inch mat- mattress toppers. I didn't know. I didn't pull the sheets off to look. It kind of felt like that. Or was it one of those mattresses in a box? Yes. That you open it up and it's these form. The foam mattresses. It was, it was strange. I didn't sleep badly, but I didn't sleep great either. But I never really sleep great, so. Yeah, I don't, in the hotels, I always end up waking up constantly. It de- yeah, I mean, it depends on how tired I didn't get there until 2.30 in the morning, so I was pretty tired. But I, I don't know. I had that thought when I woke up. I'm like, was this a good bed mattress or not a good mattress? I can't wait to hear you read your review of the hotel when they ask for your review. You go, this is either the best mattress <laughs> ever or the worst thing I've ever laid on. <laughs> can't seem to make up my mind. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think once, there's certain things where you can really get focused and locked in on where... Like like picking out a mattress, I imagine is tough because well, if, if you, you let really, it be tough, yeah, right. If you don't just go, I'm gonna go look. I've heard good things about this brand because each brand has 900 different cons. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Right? Yeah, and I just want to be lay on one. Go, this works for me. Let's get it. 
Speaking of uh, shopping, yeah, I did see a post on Instagram. I've this Instagram's kind of fun now that I've kind of learned it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> the guy posts a picture of his wife or girlfriend, and she's just she's like it looks like she's at like Home Depot or something like in the lumber department, and she looks you know bored stiff. And then you hear him. She goes, she has no idea I'm videoing her right now, but I'm going to show her what you look like. That's why we look like the way we look like when you take us shopping. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. When a woman's just roaming around at Home Depot. <laughs> really very funny, actually. Although sometimes you find a woman uh, who is way more into Home Depot than the guy. That's oh, that could be, sure. But I think in this case, you could tell she wasn't the handsy type. Yeah. And she had no interest in being there with him. Like, get me out of here. And yet, God forbid, if we don't want to go shopping. Oh, pretty, yeah. It is pretty funny. I think um, Instagram has figured out my likes. Is that right? Well, a lot what of are you these, getting? A lot of these videos are about <laughs> relationships. <laughs> oh, you're getting like stand-up comics and things? Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of them. They're pretty... locked in. They, they are their algorithms have nailed it perfectly They've, for you? Yeah. To like, it's got me locked in sometimes for an hour. I'm like, that's not me. Yeah. I never... I don't like doing that, but I have, there's a couple times a week where I do have a little bit of time where I take Joseph for his basketball training, and if I don't have somewhere to go run to, I'll sit there, and it beats doing nothing. Oh, yeah. After I'm like, oh, I'll take a nap, and then you get lost in the yes. sea of videos. I'm like, you know what? I killed an hour, so yeah. what? And they are funny. And I've is... learned some new comedians that I like. Right, and that's the other thing. I do like the, I think Instagram does do a good job with the algorithms. And then, because I've started following a bunch of people and things that I wouldn't have known about if not for the algorithm pointing right. it out to me. Yeah, I could see that. I like, could see that. Like I was getting into the nutrition stuff. So then I get people and some of them are good, some of them are bad, but I found some really good ones that way. Isn't that great? Yeah. Not too bad. Now I want to, again, this had to happen. So remember the last time, the first time Bruce Springsteen tickets went on sale, a listener was able to, because yes. uh, uh, I couldn't get tickets, yes. and a listener bought... And remind me, I want to tell you about this, about yes. what I texted you last night. And a listener uh, bought extra ones for the garden and sold them to me for... Uh, uh, face what, value. What, face value, what he paid for. So, another, so then the tickets for MetLife Stadium go on sale, not allowed to buy them. But they had another show, whatever, so seats are available, but they're in the upper, upper, sure. upper part. So another listener reached out. He goes, hey, I got these mid-level tickets. He nice. says, so I bought them off him. So twice a listener has come through for that's me, very Jerry, nice. For Bruce Springsteen tickets. I think that's great. Yes, it's that's awesome. So I was at Penn State last night, as I told you. I texted you. So this is what I texted Al because this blew me away. I saw uh, they've got a couple of country acts coming to Penn, to Penn State at the Bryce Jordan Center. And I don't remember their names. Uh, Morgan. Morgan Wallen. Yes. I think he's going to be there, and then there was someone else. I don't remember who. They got the Globe Trotters coming there, and then oh, I the see, Globe Trotters, and then I see Bruce Springsteen, March twenty fifth at the Bryce Jordan Center. I'm like, what? Like, wow, he's doing the Bryce Jordan Center in State College, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Damn. So my first thought was because I was talking to my partner Austin Johnson about it. He was thinking of going to the Garden. He's like, yeah, I saw the price. They sold out, and the prices are really high. So I'm like, huh. So I go, I go to to the secondary market, and I see after fees, the get-in price for the garden, and I mean these seats are terrible, after fees was $602. One ticket. Wow. So for me and my wife to go, it will be $1,200 just for tickets to see him. Terrible nosebleeds at right. Madison Square Garden. So for poops and giggles, I checked the same site for the Bryce Jordan Center. And the get-in price, and these tickets aren't bad. This place is small. 
So bad seats are still good seats was a little less than 200. I think it was like 198.50 or something per ticket to go there. And I'm thinking, why not just do that? $400 on tickets, hotels, 200 bucks. And you could go for dinner. That's 200, $800 all in. And I've saved 400 bucks and I made a little bit of a weekend out of it. Right. Now you make a weekend. out yes. of it. Right. Now I don't think I can go that weekend because I think Joseph's got a baseball tournament. I have to check. But I was contemplating that. Like we we stayed beautiful hotel. It's a three hour ride. So what? But you make a weekend out of it. Right. Why not? That seems like such a honestly. Yeah. I know the garden. I get it. But I've been to the garden a million times. I know it's a special place. His concert to me is still going to be great, no matter where you hear it. Absolutely. So I don't know. I, I that to me sounded like a. Uh, and then I started looking at all these other like secondary market prices for events there. Why am I going anywhere around here? I'm so, better off driving three hours to Penn State to watch these events. So that's what it was, three-hour ride. Yeah, from the radio station, it took me 3.15 to get to get here last night. And from home, it was like 3.30. Yeah. So it's long, but if I'm going to make a weekend of it, yeah. I don't mind. Right, if you're not making the ride there and back in one day. Right. What the hell? And I'm saving money. Right. So pretty wild. Hmm. How about that? So you want to go? I know he's playing also at... Uh, Mohegan Sun, which is a really small place. Is he place. really? That's the whole 7,500. Mohegan Sun prices are exorbitant. It has to be because it's tiny. It's a much smaller. That and place. it's just, it's, they really do more New York City pricing there. Yeah. It's hard going to shows there. That's not Penn State. But that's a nice small place too. I yeah. think we saw Van Halen there. You did. I did. Boomer and Carton. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that in the, re- the first reunion tour that they did. Hmm. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up program. And then we'll be back here tomorrow, which is a Tuesday. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. 
don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's a Monday, Monday, Monday. What is up? It's 5.02. The Eddie Scazzeri. Nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Al Derek Dukes. What's up, Asbury Park man? Good morning, Jerry. I want to see if you think I have a case here. So uh, we went on a trip to uh, Super Bowl. We did. Company's got to pay for that, right? They pay for our flights. They, they does. They pay for our hotel. Sure. He expends some meals, Jerry. Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, no beers. No beers. I didn't put in for Which beers. I don't understand. They may have uh, quite paid honest. for your beers. We we were so trained by Mark Chernoff. That's a very good point. You know, I didn't even think of that. anything that we uh, don't expense our beers, and I didn't. I didn't either. And you know what? I should have. Okay, go ahead. Why not? So the company paid a trip. To how do you get to and from the airport? Company, take care of that. Expense yes. it, expense it, expense yes. it. Uh, I was considered at one point. I was like, you know what? Uh Someone has to watch my dog while I'm You're not expensing the dog sitter. You're right. I didn't. Okay. My dog's in the dog hospital right now, Jerry, getting a dog MRI. Really? And guess who's going to pay that bill? You. W-F-A-N, Jerry. Good luck with that. I'm going to submit that bill today. Good luck with that. No, you're not. We need to laugh at you. Who's going to laugh at me? Why would they you owe e- me? Why? Because this happened on the dog walkers' watch. Because this happened. That sucks. When huh? they pulled me to Arizona, Jerry. Right, which you were the, very happy to go to. The one time I'm not with my dog, she gets injured. What is the dog issue? MRI? So what is the issue? Well, we're going to find that out today when the MRI reveals, Jerry. So the medicine didn't work. Medicine didn't work. And now you've got now. Did you have to she put the sixty two hundred out of pocket and then claim the rest of it? Well, I had to pay. It wasn't it wasn't as high. Okay. It was just under uh, five thousand dollars, Jerry. All right. Well, that's a better yeah. start. And, and I did have to pay that yesterday. So you have to submit to the pet insurance and get a check back. I'm potentially to... by November. Yeah. <laughs> I'm submitting to WFAN, Jerry. Good for you. Because Good luck. I had to go to Arizona. Yeah, you've got not a leg, not a leg to stand on. Oh, some lawyer not will a take leg me, to Jerry. Stand on. You get no chance. Oh, ever hear this group, Jerry? Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys. Not for dogs. You don't I would that. love to be in the office when the pet insurance people get that claim, and they're like, this fool actually thinks we're going to pay for an MRI? Did he not see the fine print? <laughs> no MRIs? You jerks. Uh, well, I, listen. Good luck. I hope it reveals something. When do you get? The, when do you take her today? And, well, and when I, do you get the results immediately? No, it's so weird. I had to go to the dog ER yesterday. That's what my vet said to do. Go to the dog mm-hmm. ER. It's at the same place, uh, and they said well, we, we got to take her now, and then we'll we do the MRI in the, in the overnight or whatever, and we'll we'll call you at eight o'clock. Okay, to today you know, this morning. Yeah, to let you know how much more you're going to owe us. Yeah, well, because now after the MRI, now yeah. is the diagnosis and the <laughs> yeah. treatment. Oh, my gosh. You're going to have physical therapy bills. You're going to have medicine. Here's what I hope the treatment is. Just pet her. <laughs> Give her some nice ju- pets, Jerry. Well, how do they make money? That's never the treatment. Yeah. I don't think so. But that's a great idea. Well, I'm sorry that that's how your uh, your weekend went and your Monday is starting. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'll just kind of, this is going to be an ex- expense report. But it would be great just to do it with no. Do for, go for it. With no explanation. See what I happens. Just submit a dog MRI to a WFAN. It would be funny. You <laughs> get expense the, report. You get the first update from Concur. <laughs> Approved, David Marinick. Well, oh, all right. Here we go. Let's get I'm that I'm not approved, saying no Jerry. to this. I don't think so. <laughs> Jerry, there was a big event last night uh, that happened in the NBA, National Basketball Association. 
you don't ever hear people say that. Like they'll go the National Football League. Nobody usually no says one, the. You know what they actually say what? the association instead of uh, mm-hmm. NBA. Mm-hmm. I just say NBA, especially if you watch ESPN. Yeah, when they do the highlights on Sports Center. That's where let's they, turn our attention to the association. Oh, okay, they do do that. That's how they try to be cool. Well, I mean, it is the the association. So it looks like uh, Jerry, if I'm reading this headline correctly, that Damian Lillard scored 71 points last night. He did, and very very good shooting night too. Was that in Portland or was that in uh, Houston? I believe that was in Portland. He is the eighth different NBA player to score 70 or more. Yeah, but what's odd to me, like you're going to like the history of the NBA, eighth player. Mm-hmm. It happened earlier this season. Yeah, because guys are chucking up threes like crazy. I, I don't. To me, I didn't flinch when I heard this. Really, I'm not. I'm actually surprised it's not happening more. And I think it's going to start when you. So there was a game. Hold on, let me get the final. I, I would like oh, to yeah. ask you no, if you I, saw actually, this. Actually, I did see Saturday this. night. Was, now I know it was an overtime game. Yeah. I, I do know it was an overtime game. That's fine. I want to get you the proper final score though. Is I, it possible? Because this is what I have in my head. From, to get to 200, yes. Is that where you're going? I thought it was. Uh, I think I thought the final score was one seventy five, one seventy four, something that crazy is, like that. Oh, come on, where the hell is it? Look at me, Jerry dropping National Basketball Association. Was it Friday knowledge. night? I, I thought it was last. I thought it was Saturday night. I'll get the score for All you. Right. Though it was high, though. It was ridiculous. It was like the All Star Game score. I think it was Friday night because I got into yeah because I got into Penn State. No, I got there Saturday. What was the final score here? Mm. It was either Friday or Saturday. Here it was. In overtime, the Kings beat the Clippers in L.A. 176 to 175. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, even without the overtime, they're in the 150s. Think about that. What is going on? Yeah. I mean, what are we Fox, doing here? You had two guys on the Kings. De'Aaron Fox had 42 points. And how about the fact that Malik Monk comes off the bench and scores 45. Nice. And then for the Clippers... Kawhi Leonard, uh, Kawhi Leonard had 44 points. And talk about a good shooting night. 16 of 22, 6 of 9 from three-point range. And I'll give you this, too. This is why I say at some point, it, someone's going to hit 200 points. Not a person, but a team. There were in this game a combined 88-3 shot. 88! Hey, holy crap! It's insane. Yeah. So why have we not beaten um, Will Chamberlain's record? You're going to get there. Oh, you'll get there. We will, right? Yeah. I mean, be, I mean, just look at the the threes have changed the game so much. So that's where I was saying before, when you look at um, how he did it last night. Remember when Kobe scored 81 points? But I think if I'd have to go back to the box score, he shot it like 50 something times, if I remember correctly. Um, last night in this game. Damian Lillard was 22 of 38 from the field, 13 of 22 from three. Like, he shot the three at 60%. Yeah. And he was perfect 14 of 14 from the line. So, it's going to happen. That, to me, it's a matter of time right now. Will we get to 100 points for one player or 200 points for a team first? I'll say 100 points for a player. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Right now, that's what if I'm an NBA guy, that's what I'm going for. I'm gonna be a ball hog and I'm gonna put up a hundy. Yeah. So that I could be the the next the guy that you mentioned instead of Will Chamberlain. So nine so it was two thousand six. Kobe Bryant, the Lakers beat the Raptors one twenty two to one oh four. And Kobe was not fifty, I was wrong. Twenty one, I'm sorry, twenty eight of forty eight from the field. Eighteen of twenty from the line though. And in that game he only made seven threes. Think about that. Versus so he had 81 point, yeah, and seven threes as opposed to the 13 that we were talking about. And even this, 
You know, this isn't that long ago. This is 2006. There were only 44 threes shot in this game. I say only because I just gave you a game there were 80-something shot. That's double. Sure is. So. I don't know what's going on with this NBA, Jerry, but if I'm if I'm a player and I want to be a standout, I ball hog it one night. Yeah, well, a lot of guys have been. Give me the ball, and I want to go from downtown. Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook, yeah. Kobe. Now, you can't defend the three-pointer, right? What? Well, how's that? What? I'm saying, like, it's hard to defend if someone just... No, no, if you want to play defense, you get up on your guy, and you defend them. Oh, okay. A lot of times, they don't. Uh, yeah, that's what I feel like when I watch, like, the three-pointers are uncontested. Well, that's But that's the problem with the regular season in the NBA. There's just the effort is at 50, I don't know, 50, 60%. As opposed to what you'll see in the postseason, it's a different. It's a terrible. the The NBA regular season has become most of the time. Not all these games are like this. Most of the time, it's a terrible product. Do you think anyone like who's the coach of uh, Houston? Do you know? I don't know. Top of my head, I Did don't. Did that know. guy ever go like, "Hey, can someone get up and dig someone face guard this team? <laughs> Smack him around Please, a little bit. Please, someone guard this team. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the guy's putting up seventy one points. Steven Silas. Steven Silas, coach of the Rockets, who, by the way, are terrible. The Rockets are thirteen and forty-seven. <laughs> Do you hear that, Steven Silas? You got to. We don't even know who you are, but we know yeah, you're no, terrible. His, and his your dad team was stinks. a coach for a long time. Oh, <laughs> oh, so he probably just got the he got what I wanted. Like my dad have a famous job, and then I just <laughs> piggyback off that. Yeah, but you still got to be good, right? <laughs> right? To get you in the door, like Noah Eagle wouldn't have seventeen jobs right now if he wasn't really good. Yes, I'm sure his dad being Ian helps him. Right, he gets his. You get a. You get in the door. You get a crack at it, but you could suck at it too. But then, if you're not very good, you ain't gonna go far. And yeah. Noah has soared. He to, soared like an like eagle. An eagle. Jerry. He flew like an eagle. But you're right. I'm sure Stephen Silas had an easier path in, and he's doing a great job. They're 13 and 47. <laughs> you're doing a great job. You, uh, one dude put up 71 against you last night. The Rockets, though, I do believe are the youngest team in the NBA. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. And by the fact, the guy on Penn State last night, Rutgers beat them. Uh, at Penn State, he was 25 years old. <laughs> it was his seventh year in college basketball. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dominate those punk kids. I go, I'm, it's because we saw him like, that guy looks old. Yeah. So I looked the guy up. His, his last name is Hen. I'm like, like, huh? His freshman year of college was at like UC, I forget where, in 2016. I'm like, it's 2023 right now. If I went back to college now, could I try to make the basketball team? You've got four years of eligibility. Right, I never played. You never played. I might try it. Who wants me? <laughs> Nobody. Who really stinks, Jerry? Nobody wants in... you in radio. You think basketball? <laughs> <laughs> Who really stinks in college basketball? I want to join oh, their team. I don't know. You're team number three, four. Was it three forty-seven? I know I where I'll go. Uh, where I went to graduate school, Indiana State. I'll put Larry Bird's number on me, number thirty-three. Yes. And I'll start chucking up. I'll learn how to throw, shoot threes this summer in the park. And right. I'll go right to Indiana State, Terre Haute. Get me in there. Let me launch some threes. Give me some eligibility. I don't know if Indiana State's going to be where you want to go. Why? You would end Are up because I'm trying to find the 363rd ranked team. Yeah, give me them, Jerry. I tell you I'm what, you go on. local. The University of Hartford is the 362nd ranked team in the country. I could probably get on there. They're two and twenty. Actually, you'd get embarrassed by those guys. What? They're two and twenty-three, and they're zero and eleven in the uh, in whatever conference they're in. How about I, that? I'd show up. I'd say, guess who's here? The three pointer. Three pointers here to take this team on my back. Jerry, I'd put Hartford on my back. I got a place where you can go. Since you liked Indiana State. Yeah. IUPUI. IUPUI. 
out of the Horizon League. They're three and twenty six, <laughs> and they're zero and fourteen in the conference. And they're the three hundred sixtieth ranked team out of three sixty three. But you know what the problem's going to be, Jerry? I step on that court. The defense knows they don't have to defend the other clowns on my team. They'll be all up in my business. They I'm might not, be. I'm not going to be able to get my threes off. They might be. They're your threes. Yeah. I'd love to see you try a three. <laughs> I'd love to see you just get in a tank top and shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. And you, you'd wear those 1970s shorts. Yep. It would look terrible. And also, Jerry, I have to wear glasses. I need peg leg. I would need those Kareem Abdul-Jabbar goggles. <laughs> yeah, you'd look more like Kurt Rambis, who could look a little or Kurt dorky. Rambis. Yeah. Either one. Kareem made them look good. Rambis yeah. made them look a little dorky. Yeah, I would. Uh, that's fine. But they'd be like, who's this skinny old <laughs> guy who looks like a baby bird <laughs> on the court? And he's launching three. We should yes. do that. We should do that for digital one night. Digital, like I walk on to a really bad college Well, we've always talked team. about that, that me and you would go dominate a bunch of nine-year-olds. Of yeah. course, those nine-year-olds that I wanted to do that against are now 12 and 13. Yeah, that, that and they would really kick our ass. We can't compete against that, Jerry. We actually can't. But just to see you shoot threes, how many out of 10 do you think you make? For real? Uh, one. one. Yeah, probably one. Yeah, I was going to say one or two, maybe. But if I hit one within my first three shots, forget it. I'll probably hit two or three. Mm. I don't know about that. get a rhythm. Here's they call you that do. flow, Jerry. How about you do it like the uh, the three-point contest? You put two basketballs at five yeah. different spots. Yes. You shoot them, and you got to go to the next spot. <laughs> you shoot them. We won't time you, but you got ten shots from five different. You got two from five different spots. That would be a great thing for digital for the radio station. They, Whoever wants to participate. Remember Craig had, and Evan had people kicking field goals? Yes. Whoever wants to participate, you, you do the setup. And you videotape it, send it in to digital. They'll edit it up as to see who can. Absolutely. I would be in. Yeah. I don't think I'd make any, actually. I can't reach from three. Yeah, I probably underestimate that. No, no, I know you do. As to how far that is. Correct. And I'm talking about a, I'm talking about the high school line. I'm not even talking about the NBA line. Oh, it's different lines? Yeah, yeah. What? I believe the NBA in college, I think. Think is the same. I'd have to check that. No, yeah, I think the NBA, not NBA. I'm sorry. I think high school and college. I think is the same. So you're telling and then the me NBA college, is another couple. Uh, well, that's this is what's weird about college sports and then the pros. Okay, and this happens in the NFL too, right? First of all, if NBA, you're going college basketball. Let's say you're a three point man specialist, you, and now all of a sudden you go to the NBA, you got to go back further. That doesn't seem fair. So the college one is twenty feet nine inches. And the NBA one, I think, is a foot and a half more than that. That's not 29. Uh, the NBA is 22 feet. So that's further, Jerry. <laughs> yes, it's not but quite a foot and a half, but it's another uh, foot and three inches. It yeah. all stinks like you go, you play college football, and then you get to the NFL. Now I need two feet in bounds. Yeah, it's a day, yeah, because the game's more advanced. High school's 19 9. 19-9? Yeah. So you got high school 19-9, college is 29, and the NBA is 22. The so 22 different. is it's far. far. It is. It is. And it actually, I know it's only a foot, foot and a half. It looks far. Well, when you're that far out, another foot and a half is another foot a and a half. A little extra. Yes. And you really got it. And here's where your problems are. You have stick legs. You really need some leg muscle to get some lift. What? I was. You I do. Was... Oh, you're going to chuck. I'll do a jump, jump shot. I mean, you just you just Larry had the Bird push style. shot from the shoulder. Yeah, Larry is that Bird really style. how you're going to shoot? <laughs> I legit, right now, Jerry, if I went out there to shoot threes, I'd be like this. Wow. Well, I figured that, or you would you would shoot from your belly. No, I wouldn't go down that far. 
<laughs> You'd be surprised. Might be the only way you get there. Let me ask you this. Three-pointers, yeah. difficult. I go to the line with, for 10 shots. You go five for 10. Wow. I remember my father back in high school when I was contemplating trying to play high school basketball. I think this was – I didn't play my freshman year. I think my sophomore year I gave up football and I was thinking about trying to make the JV basketball team. And I remember my father saying, well, the first thing you got to do because you're not much of a shooter – you got to be able to make your free throws and you got to rebound. I'm like, okay. So he's like, if I were you, I would start shooting 100 free throws a day, start there. And I remember I was doing it for maybe two weeks in the driveway and I could never get past like 50%. Really? And then he, I'm never afraid. He was on Saturday. He goes, shoot 500, see where you're at. And I remember charting them and I was 248 for 500. <laughs> I mean, 50% or just slightly under 50% to a T. It was so frustrating. I would say you'd probably be 50 for that. If you go 20 free throws, I bet you make 10. I would be thrilled with 50% from the free I think throw you line. Could do, I think you could do 10. I think you do 50%. And you said 10% from the three-point line. Well, One no, out of 10. No, no, you didn't say that. You I said, said I think you'd make one out of 10. If you shot 100, you might make four. <laughs> I'd be exhausted. <laughs> yes. You would get tired pretty quickly. Fatigue would yes. hit me. You are not exactly in that type of shape. We're going to do this. This will be fun. Hmm. All right, we'll come back. We'll, uh, we've will we discussed the three-point challenge. Maybe on the other side we'll have uh, Al put some goalie gear on and we'll shoot pucks at him. Who knows? We'll see where it goes. And then 6 o'clock, we got Boomer and Geo on the fan. All right, 25 after 5, as they say. Warm-up show till 6 o'clock. We got Booms and Geo then. Jerry, I had a very hot NBA take last segment. I now have a very... Well, I don't think it was that hot. You, <laughs> you just asked about a guy scoring 71 points. <laughs> I have a very hot NHL take now, Jerry. Wow, we're talking hockey at 525. This is the problem with, with sports talk show hosts. Why is that? No one ever wants to talk about hockey unless someone does something stupid. Yeah, like uh, this Rangers Keandre Miller, Jerry, spitting in the... Is it his face? Did he spit in his face? Yeah, I mean, right towards it, yeah. Of Kings, the defenseman Drew Doughty. Doughty. Good try, though. Jerry, was I, close. Jerry I doughty that you said that correctly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, was ejected and could face discipline. He could. I hope so. I hope he faces discipline. Yeah, the, the last time this, the article said this happened in the league, there was an, a three-game suspension attached to it. Now, he claims that it was an accident, and he says that this is the Rangers, Keandre Miller. He says he spoke with uh, Drew Dowdy, mm-hmm. uh, after the game to clear the air that it was a, my bad. Okay. I will tell you, watching, I saw two video replays. You watched the slow motion? Uh, replays. It didn't look like anything to me. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm sure there's an angle that shows he clearly did. The angle I saw, I, I don't see it. It wasn't a straight up, like, disrespectful No, like, I saw the, the motion. But I don't see this spit flying out of his mouth. Again, just the angle I saw. I'm sure there are others out there that prove it. What I saw, I was like, huh. Doesn't look like anything. Right. It wasn't that big of a deal to you visually seeing it. Just watching it, I'm like, all right, where is it? What did I miss? So, I don't know. Again, it was only one angle that I saw. You ever have someone spit in your face? No. Disrespectful. You think? No. Jerry, I Might be the worst thing you can do. Right. Well, one of the worst things. I'd be right in a fist fight if that happened. Good for you. You should be. First or you I, just pull the mace out. You that's spit in my I mean, face, yeah. I mace your face. Uh-huh. Mace in your face. First, I'd be freaked out that someone act, that to spit on my face that isn't my spit. Mm-hmm. So that would freak me out. Then I'd just start swinging, Jerry. 
I'd probably get right into my black belt jujitsu moves, grapple them to the ground, put the hold on. You haven't learned that yet. <laughs> Karate shots to the face, <laughs> shots to the neck, mm-hmm. and spit in their face so they don't forget it. Right. Who is the, who is, you're good with music. Yes, I am. Who is the, um, who sung the song with the lyric, shave your face with some mace in the dark? I don't know that one. Yes, you do. Jerry, I, yes, you I do. like deeper music than that. My Come music on. means something. You ever is hear that? Chumba Wumba? No, I think it's. Google it. I think it's Beck. Google Hold this, Jerry. Lyrics. How would I? I'm shave gonna... your face in a mace. Loser no. by Beck. Oh. Okay, thank According you. According to Manny. There oh, you go. Look at Manny. You do know that song. I do know Loser by Beck, but I don't know the... It's one of the funniest lines I've ever heard. I don't know the... You shave uh, your face with some mace in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the lyrics. I don't go that deep into Loser. I well, you're a loser, course. baby. So, so why, why don't, don't you, you kill, kill me? me? Right. Exactly. All right, so let's see what happens with this. I bet you do get... You got to get a suspension for this. You can't be spitting in people's faces. You know what I mean? Jerry? I agree. He, has, he will. If they if they have evidence of it, he's, uh, he'll be suspended. I have no doubt about that. I hope there's a whole hearing with a slowdown spit. I don't know that there's going to be a hearing like that. And they really look into it. I think the sad news here is after you finish with this, that's going to be the end of hockey conversation out of your mouth for the next maybe year. Until the suspensions oh, are okay. handed down. Or until the playoffs when you start breaking down the Rangers. Correct. I will break down Rangers. You won't break the, it down, but you'll talk about I'll it. I'll mention it. You'll mention it. In the playoffs, deep into the playoffs, not even the first round. Fair enough. That's what I do. I do watch the Rangers in the playoffs. Yeah, and you should. I mean, I did. I don't think I have MSG anymore. Oh, well, then you're not going to watch. Well, no, you could see it on the uh, on the cable. But you don't have that either. <laughs> Jerry, you will be on Netflix. I for, oh, it might be on over-the-air TV. Oh, you don't get that either. <laughs> huh. Okay, hmm. YouTube highlights. Yes. After the game's over. Correct. <laughs> My God. Or sports bar. <laughs> or is, you're not going to a sports bar to watch a Ranger game. <laughs> Are you nuts? That's good. There's no good chance. I, do you want to get into the Devils getting Timo Meyer? No. I don't I, know who that I is. I not think so. I got to be honest with you. I'm not that familiar with him either, although he's got 30 goals and 20 assists for the Sharks. One guy I did hear of was Patrick Kane. I thought he was going to the Rangers. He's going to. Oh, it he seems like that's happening. It's just a matter of when now. You get the trade deadline later this week. How is it that I know who Patrick Kane is? Because he's been around for a long time. Forever? Yeah. I, he's just... Yeah. He's a name you know. And he's, yeah. He's like, accidentally, player. it got... If I give you Evgeny Malkin... Yeah, I've heard of him. Right. There are big names that you do know. Patrick Kane's a big name. Right. There's one of the names, occasionally, Jerry, something will be talked about and will sink into it my cuts body. cuts through. Yeah. And you actually absorb some sports knowledge. Yeah. It's like every once in a while, Gene will be like, who is Kyrie and why do you guys talk nonstop about it? You're right. So there's certain names that, that do connect with people. Yeah, for sure. Also like, star players. And star players. I mean, that's even in hockey, they have star players. Jerry, which of these two, uh, I've got to two storylines involving quarterbacks and money, and I want to see which one is the better deal. Mm, quarterbacks and money. I like yeah, that. That's deal, a good topic. Jerry, deal or no deal? This <laughs> segment's called Deal or No Deal. Remember I went to see Howie? What was his name? Howie Mandel? Howie Mandel. You guys killed me for that, and he was really good. He was funny? He was tremendous. I had that Howie Mandel cassette when I was a kid, the one where he had the... Uh, <laughs> Put the uh, surgical glove on his head and breathed into it, so he had a, a big glove. Like a condom on his, on his head? head? Yeah, well, he would put a surgical glove on his head to, up to his nose and breathe into it to blow it up. Yeah, I was not a Howie Mandel fan. Back this then? This was the first time I had ever seen him do stand-up, so I was not aware of his... But you laughed. 
We did very we did. much so. He's very good. Did he do any political takes, Jerry? I don't remember. He kept it uh, non. I honestly don't remember. He might have. I don't remember. Okay. I only remember Wanda Sykes doing it because it went on for a very long time and a lot of people got up and left. Yes. So he might have, but it might have been quick. All right. He may have just been in and out. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So here's deal or no deal, Jerry. Oh, by the way, Spike uh, texted me. No, yes. ch- no chance. You're not putting in for the dog. I mean, you can put in. He's not approving that. He has to prove this too. Yeah, it would go from David to him, and then I think it goes to the the big the big boss. But here's the pressure for Spike. It, what if it gets? What if it's approved up till it gets to him? Then he's got to probably, say no. He's probably got to push it through. No, that's not happening. And he loves dogs. I know. That's what I mean. If you anyone no ch- would push it through, it'd you be have Spike. no chance. He said, as much as he'd love to do it, cannot. Hmm. So it's not his money. I, Jerry. W- I wouldn't waste your time. Terry, it's not his money. No, it's just all yours, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> All right, deal or no deal? Deal or no deal. I'm going to give you two quarterbacks with the money that they want, Jerry. You'll tell me which is the better deal. Okay. There are reports that Derek Carr wants. This is from Diana Rossini, Jerry, who we like. That Derek Carr wants $35 million a oh, year. Oh, yeah, we saw this Friday, yes. So, so this is deal one. Right. Deal number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, who Eddie and I saw at the Maggie and Perloff party. Right. Who I didn't even know who he was. Eddie said hello. He says Daniel Jones asking price of $45 million a year is, quote, real. Asking price. Yes. Asking Jerry, price. which is the better deal right now? Derek Carr. Derek Carr at $35 million course, a year? Of course. Of course. What about, let me ask you this. What if you're the Giants? What's the better deal? He's already in the system. Well, there. no, no, no. So there's is two, that worth there's $10 million? There's two different things here. Oh. He's asking for 45. He's uh, not going to get 45. Like I'm asking for no the company chance. to pay for my dog's MRI. Right. You have as much chance of price. that as Daniel Jones has of getting 45 million a year from the Giants. <laughs> if he gets 45 million, Jerry, there's I'm no way. Definitely putting that report my in. My guess is, and I don't know this, I've read a few things like you have that I guess they've offered him in the I guess they've offered him in the low 30s or something like that, plus the tag number is 32 or 33. All right. So the agent's probably going ask high and maybe they settle at like 38. Which I think is still ridiculous. Of course. But I think that's probably more what you're looking for. The number car looking for 35 is surprising to me. I would think they'd be asking for 45. Why not? Again, now I guess the one difference here is he's a free agent and he's asking new teams as opposed to Daniel Jones feels pretty comfortable that he's not going anywhere. Why not ask for more and let them tell you no, but we'll give you this. Right. Um, But I would say if you told me. That a team signed Carr for 35 and the Giants signed Daniel Jones for 45, Carr's the better deal. Agreed. Has to be. You save $10 million <laughs> that you can spend elsewhere. Right. You get yourself a star receiver, Jerry. I will tell you. So I'm looking at the uh, the quarterback salary numbers yeah. for 2022. Who's the now, highest? I don't know. Again, I don't know how this what this means for the your signing bonus, how they stretch the money out with the annual average value. Yeah, I, I, don't, that I don't know. But I will tell you from Sports Illustrated, uh, this was written when? This was just written last week. All right. All right. With the NFL offseason almost here. Well, here, actually. Uh, this past season, more than 60 quarterbacks were paid at least a million dollars. Okay. Here's a look at the quarterbacks that made over a million dollars. Now, again, doesn't mean they got all of this, but I guess this is the number that's on the books. The number one quarterback salary, according to SI, Matthew Stafford, $61 million. (laughs) Very well worth it. I think that's money well spent, Jerry. No, the second one's even better. 
At fifty-seven million, one Russell Wilson. Oh, that hurt. That one hurt. Could you That's imagine a hit in the gut, Jerry? That's unbelievable yeah. for the crap he played out last Total year. Crap. And by the, this is where this is where. So let's take a step back for a second. Everyone always wants to kill the owners. They all for being cheap. Do they get any of that money back? No. Like Russell Wilson was brutal last year, and he got paid fifty million dollars to suck. Matthew Stafford missed games from injury. It happens, but they still paid him. Again, I don't think he paid him all of this, but you get my point. I do get it. Josh Allen comes in number three at $47 million. Deshaun Watson, a fully, well, no, see, that's not true. I guess this is the average then because he only got paid like a million dollars because of the suspension. I guess his average number would have been 45.3. So if Daniel Jones gets $45 million, he would come in. Just behind Deshaun Watson at fifth. He'd be right in the mix. Although I know Aaron Rodgers, who's fifth on the list at $42 million, I guess this year he gets bumped up to 50-something. So these numbers are stupid. So I mean, really. Is Aaron Rodgers talking to Pat McAfee this week? Is that going I on would, tomorrow? Well, McAfee's back. I saw McAfee posting a whole bunch of stuff on social media as he was contemplating his future. Yeah, I did see that. At the beach. What did he come up with? What was his? What did Nothing. he? Nothing. It was all like, you know, it's amazing what we've built. We've done it by ourselves. Uh, you know, had fun on college game day. Who knows what the future holds? I don't know. He was contemplating the future. He was contemplating. That's what it sounded like. He was, uh, he was pondering his future. I love this one, Jerry. Uh, the Bills, Jordan Poyer. Oh, this is great. On uh, free agency. So, of course. You know where he said this? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I do not know that. Uh, but on his free agency, Jerry, yeah. he said uh, the two things, which doesn't sound great for Buffalo. I would love to go to a state that doesn't take half my money. Yeah. All right. So that's a big thing Boomer always talks about, taxes. This is my favorite. This he is said on I, a podcast, by the way. That's my bad. Sorry on the that. internet. Yeah. He also said, Jerry, quote, it would be nice to see the sun. Maybe, I don't know, every week or so. Every other week, at least. Yeah. So that's not Buffalo. Well, that's what I don't know. You and I have discussed this many times. Yeah. Why would anybody not? Why do people not sign in Miami? Right. Or the, or the San Diego Chargers. The Bucks Or the Rams. I mean, anywhere where it's beautiful. Where it's beautiful and low taxes. That's a combination. Right. And yet other teams get big, big uh, money players. And by the way, call them what you want. I'd go to the Jaguars. <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? Beautiful. Weather. The Jordan Poyer podcast. I guess I see oh, what he's I'm got a have. podcast. Everyone's got a podcast. The Jordan Poyer podcast. Apparently, I now have to go listen to this today. Yeah. Oh. As you probably find it on uh, the, on uh, Twitter or something, Jerry. Uh, probably. But you know what? When there's something good, there's usually more if you actually listen to oh, it. Oh, I see. Yeah. That would be interesting to actually yeah. go through it. You know who's really good doing that back in the day? Who? CeeLo. CeeLo was a master at going through stuff. An amazing editor, tape editor. Yes. Hmm. I miss him. (laughs) Come back, (laughs) CeeLo. Please cut tape. (laughs) Uh, We're going to take a break. 5.37. It's Monday, if you haven't heard. So wake your ass up and then uh, jump around. Jump around and get down. Uh, And then Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. Good song. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. It is back. It is the fan. It is the warm-up show. Uh, yeah, you're going to shave your face in the dark with some Yeah. Mace or whatever. I was uh, surprised by this uh, transaction over the weekend, Jerry, that Manny Machado 
finalizing another deal with the Padres. Well, it's actually not surprising when you consider he uh, told everybody the other day that mm-hmm. he was going to opt out at the end of the year. Okay. And immediately people start thinking, Steve Cohen. Right. So Padres ownership said, you got it. We'll sign you. Unbelievable. It's called very smart by him. And he yeah. got himself a lovely 11-year contract to hang out in Southern California. Oh, my gosh. He Jerry. pulled the Jordan Poyer. 11 years, $350 million. Not only in Southern California, but loaded. And I yeah. know he's paying a lot of taxes. I get it. Yeah. He's fine. Right. He'll be just fine. He'll be ju- Turns out he'll be O-A-OK paying yeah. those taxes. I don't Jerry. get the sense he's going to have trouble uh, putting food on the table, as they say. Exactly. Because of the tax situation in California. Jerry, the baseball purists were up in arms over the weekend when a pitch clock violation with the bases loaded ended a spring training game. <laughs> I did see this. <laughs> I, I love it. I thought it was pretty funny. I love it. I do get t- your ass in the box. Get, uh, get on the you. mound. Throw that ball. Let's go. I will tell you, and it's only a couple of games, and I haven't seen a whole lot, but this pitch clock thing I think is phenomenal. Yeah. It really is. It's You know what? It moves the game along. And you get guys like Max Scherzer that are fired up. Have you seen any of the video of Scherzer? I didn't get to watch the game, but I saw enough of the video. He's like, give me the ball on the mound. Let's go. Get in the box. Yeah. I'm throwing. He's ready to roll. I like it. I love that he loves it. Now, I do think there are certain things that do look goofy. And having a game end like that is goofy. But we'll get used to it. The same way we got used to a defender basically, you know, scraping a quarterback's ankle and they blow the whistle for in the grasp. Right. It's what it is. We'll yep. figure it out. And uh, this is why they do. This is why they started in spring training, so we could figure it out along the way. Yes, and I think this will be a good training ground for everybody. Yeah, I, this would be a good spring training ground. Yeah, I've always said, said for years. I really have, and I, I've said this to you during this show. Whenever people would complain about the length of games, it was always to me a very easy fix. You don't let the batter out of the batter's box. That's it. If you ever watch Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge, they're a pleasure to watch hit. Stanton doesn't move, and Judge will just kind of sidestep his left foot out, but his right foot's still in the box, and then he'll get right back there, and he's ready to go. And now you need a pitcher to move, too, so that's why this works both ways now. And I think it's great. I really do. You should, once you get in the box, you're not allowed out of the box. You stay in the box. You cannot move out of the box. You can move around in the box, but stay your ass in the box. Correct. The box. Get your work done in the box, exactly. I saw that uh, Keith Hernandez, Jerry, <clears throat> was uh, among as others have had problems with the Marlins' Jazz Chisholm. Oh, Eddie. Chaz Chisholm. That's Keith? Uh, yeah. Chaz Chisholm. Called him Chaz Chisholm. You pull my fader up, Eddie. Pull my fader up. Chaz Chisholm is going to uh, Chisholm is gonna start in center field. He did catch himself. Add him to the long list, Jerry, of people who can pronounce... Jazz. Chaz Jism. No. Jazz Chism. Chaz Jism Jr. <laughs> Jism scores. <laughs> That's the best one. Jism scores. But even you, before you say it, you're looking down I'm to looking read at, it. Yes. So the problem is when you don't read it and you have to say it fast because Chaz or Jazz sounds like it makes sense. And Chaz sounds more like a first name than Jazz. Than Jazz does, right? Yeah. Jazz Jerry is a type of music. Right. This is his name, although Chaz Jism. Chaz makes more sense. Yeah. Jism doesn't. Chaz Jism. It's Chism, not Jism. Chaz Jism Jr. <laughs> what would make Chism mo- scores? <laughs> the most sense, Jerry, would be Chaz Chism. Yes. But that's not his name. 
Can we petition him to change it? Has anyone ever called him jazz jism? <laughs> the double J. <laughs> and who's saying junior at the end of it? Is that Brad Heller? I think so, yes. He really went all in because when you go junior, jism, jazz, like that's like <laughs> he's going with the triple J's. <laughs> yes, not easy. Yeah. Not easy. But, Jerry, just like uh, the, the new rules for batters getting in the box, out of the box, on the mound, out of the, off the mound, learning how to say Jazz chism. Jazz chism. Properly. As you look down again. <laughs> it's part of spring training. Don't look down. What's his name? Jazz chism. Good for you. But you're right. It, it, in the moment, no chance. Absolutely. Because you're doing it quickly. Like when, if there's a God, mm-hmm. if there's a God, you will go down into a Marlins Yankees game. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how you know, Jerry, there's a Lord above. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. <laughs> and now batting. How do I say that? Ricky, you say it. <laughs> and now I'm Jazz Chisholm. Right, you're going to say it so slowly. Let me ask you this. Do you think Jazz is aware of all this goings on? How no, he's keeps... no, he has no clue. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, you Google his name and a whole bunch of people saying Jazz Chisholm comes up. Do you think, yes. the, you think the guy's bust his balls in the locker oh, room? Oh, absolutely. You do? No question. <laughs> no question. How could you not? I do like the first name Jazz. That's nice. kind of cool. Why don't right? you name your next child that? Well, I don't have any child. Oh, that's but, right. uh Well, when you get another dog. I'm not getting another dog, Jerry. They're bleed money. <laughs> These dogs. <laughs> Just talk to Eddie in there. He's, I was talking to Eddie this morning. His dog is costing him fortunes. Yeah, it's expensive stuff. Absolutely. No doubt. He had to set up a whole wealth management team just to pay for uh, his, dog injury. He's got a 529 plan for his dog. Yes. <laughs> That's what we need to have, a 529 plan for dogs. I hear you. I hear you. Well, you have insurance, so you'll be good when you get that money in about 16 months. <laughs> After they review it sideways, upside down, tell you no, then you got to play file the appeal. Good luck with that. By the way, I saw a lot of cats coming into the uh, vet emergency room. I thought cats were like, set it and forget it. Cats like didn't deal with anything, didn't care about anything, didn't get hurt. Uh, it depends. Sick. I mean, my, I told you I had a cat that died from feline leukemia at the age of two. Feline leukemia? Yeah, I told you that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I wound up getting a little Callie, thanks to Boomer, and the Long Island North Shore Animal North Shore Animal League. Uh-huh. See, it sucks. And her visits were quite expensive. Yeah. As you can imagine. You know, we don't see a lot of birds in the uh, vet office. Because <laughs> people just let them out the window when they get sick. <laughs> oh, our birds are missing. Fly away. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> Be free with your bird leukemia. Don't cost me money. My mom had a cockatiel, I would say, for 20-something years. Yeah. And it never, I mean, it got sick once. And you know it's sick because it, you know, the feathers don't look so good. It yeah. doesn't move. We brought it to the vet. The vet was like, what do you want me it's to do bird. with this? They know, but they, they, somehow they gave it the proper medicine and... She lived another, or he, it, whatever. It lived another, like, 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, taking care <laughs> and of And that bill was $6,000, too, probably. For a bird. Like, we're, listen, we're helping a bird. What do you think? I wonder if birds, the birds that talk, like the parrots, who, when they go to the vet, do they, do they Mock talk? Mock the or doctors? They, or do they just shut their mouths and be like, oh, my God, I better not Well, let me it. ask you this. What are the people saying to the bird about right. the doctors? <laughs> You're costing me an arm and a leg. Yeah. Arr. Expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Very expensive. Uh, MLB Jerry is looking into an exchange between umpire C.B. Buckner and Cardinals manager Oliver 
Mormol. Did I yell <laughs> good that? for you. Ba-boom. Yeah, that was good. Uh, <laughs> the uh, umpire, Jerry, refused to shake the hand of Mamar, Marmol, 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 uh, before a game on Saturday. Yes. No. They just stared at one another. <laughs> Evidently, there was a, a game last season where Buckner threw Marmol out of the game, and they believe this is where their uh, beef situation stands. Eyes oh, here. What's the Marlins player's name? Marmol. Oh, Jazz Chisholm. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they have a history with the. They've uh, got a history. These two. Yes. But you got to let bygones be got bygones. You no. got to shake the hands of the umpire. You can hold the grudge. You can hold the grudge. So the umpire is the one holding the grudge. Yeah, I think so. There was um, Iowa the other day on Saturday. I think it was Saturday. They Or maybe, I forget, maybe it was Saturday. They came back from 10 points down uh, and won in the final minute against Michigan State. There's a there's a scene where a scene there's a video replay of Fran McCaffrey, the head coach at Iowa, was so unhappy with the officiating. Instead of screaming at him like he usually does, he was probably probably warned already. During a timeout, he goes over to the official, like five feet away from him, and just glares at him. <laughs> and they are staring at one another, shooting daggers. That's what this reminded me of. With no words. No. He just looked like if if looks could kill, that official would have been dead two days ago. Dead on the floor. It's it's on, it's something funny to see if you Google yeah. it. It's pretty wild. But that's what this reminded me of with Marmol and, uh, and Buckner. This is going to be, Jerry, this is going to be a uh, grudge match the whole season. So what do you think comes up on Rob Manfred's desk this morning first? Do you think it's the CB Buckner-Carlos Marmol situation? Do you think it's... The pitch clock issues. Do you think it's the guy with the bases loaded ending the game? Do you think it's the guy in the Marlins' name is? Look at me. Jazz Chisholm. You got it. Like you. It's that first part. You got to say jazz. You've got it, though. That's three times now. Yeah. Or do you? Well, it's not going to be him. Which? What do you think I, is the first order of business this morning? I think the first order of business is this umpire uh, Cardinals situation because that is uh, people, the, the fans do not like when they feel like there's some sort of favoritism sure. or. Uh, something against a, a team or a, a manager or a player, that's going to be the number one thing. Of course, fans don't really think that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because now when you see C.B. Buckner do a Cardinals game. Yeah, I'm going to say, we're going to get screwed. And there's not an electronic strike zone, so if you'd like to be a little flexible, all of a sudden... And how does that call go, though, like the phone call? Is it, dude, you got I think you got to put him on a conference hand. call. Together, I think you got to put. The, hey guys, what are we? What yeah. are you doing? Like, and then let them have at it with you being the moderator. I think it's the only way to do it. Or, or you get together in Florida. Oh, let's down. have some lunch. And let's I like kinda, that. Let's let's figure this out. I like that. Let's have the lunch. A nice lunch together. We'll get some appetizers. We'll figure out why you don't like me. And be done and with vice it. versa. Yeah, and then this way it's kind of it's handled, it's settled, Clear and we move on. Exactly. All right, I like that, Jerry. That's a good job. So you've already settled that for uh, the commissioner. If Rob they Manfred. do that. If they do that. Right. My guess is you they know. won't. They'll sweep it under the rug, and we'll have another issue in about a month. <laughs> Be great if it was opening day. Put C.B. Buckner in St. Louis. Now, we're going to take a break. 5.53, soon to be 5.54. We've got Boomer and Geo coming up in a few minutes. Right now, Amy Lawrence coming up. Odyssey Sports Minute. Oh, talking about what we started with the uh, the Damian Lillard situation. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Couple minutes till 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo. then. We've been uh, all over the sports map. Hell, you can talk hockey, kind of. Really talking about a guy spitting the guy. I say we're talking about hockey. Yeah, not exactly. No, Jerry. not quite. It's the uh, only reason you mentioned it. I always wonder what uh, some of these players are going to do, Jerry, after they retire. Like, what are they, how do they pass their time? Especially if it was young guys, Jerry, they retire, and they go, what are these guys Right, 35 and retired. Now what? Now what are you doing? Yeah, well, you go into broadcasting, you make $12 million a game. That you could do, but there's only a season, certain rather. number of jobs available, That is Jerry. true. Uh, Blake Martinez, who played linebacker for the Giants, he's now selling Pokemon cards, Yeah, Jerry. I saw. He made a lot of money. He made $5 million in $5 seven months. $5 million. And Good he, for him. I guess he makes videos where he opens up Pokemon. Oh, he's unboxing these yeah, things. Yeah, he's unboxing Pokemon cards. I don't get that. I really, I don't understand that whole thing. And people love a good unboxing. I think Apparently that all so. the time when I go, like, when I get an Amazon package, like, why don't I videotape myself opening this box? Why not you videotape everything else? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Yeah, why stop there? <laughs> I don't know why you do. I don't do the one thing people are actually interested in, opening boxes. <laughs> that I don't do. Yeah. Why don't you unrobe yourself? You might get some views. <laughs> Damn, hairier than we thought. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what? There's nothing exciting that I get in the mail to unbox. It's mostly, you know, like I get it. And I guess, treats. and what the hell is the guy's name that used to work here? Oh, come on, it does this now. It, people couldn't stand him. What's his name? It's a long Mike list, Jerry. Oh, Mike Kadasi. Oh, who I happen to, well, that's, yeah. You like him. I, yeah, I thought he was fine. I wasn't friends with him, but I know he rubbed some people the wrong way. He does believe, unboxings? Yeah, I believe he's actually made a living with the cards. Really? I think like, that's what he does for a living now. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But I, knew, it's, I do know it's a big thing. All right, next box I get in the mail, Jerry, I'm going to videotape me unboxing it. What are you going to buy, though? Like, what's well, no, the box? I don't know. You got a box. It's gonna be, that's the surprise part for the audience. You're just going to open a box? Well, I mean, I, I'm going to, would I get something when I need something? Uh-huh. Here's our line of chocolate dildos. <laughs> WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.